1: brought to you by empire fence and netting on 93.7 the ticket and the TicketFm.com. welcome in happy tuesday this is the happy hour 93.7 the ticket the Ticketfm.com. nick Sainert. And Enrique Alvarez Clary with you today, Rico. Hello, hello. How's it going? It's going great for me. Sorry, so just, you good? I just have this really bad thing of after I blow my nose, I always sneeze. And I, as you know, I just blew my nose like fifteen seconds ago. Very and recently. Just have to, have to let the, the sneeze go away, try to hold it in or something like that. Um, happy Hour, sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting in Waverly. They bring your best ideas to life. From concept to completion, your project is their priority. Get a quote today by visiting EmpireFence.com or call 402-682-7658. All right. A lot of stuff to get to. Happy Tuesday. Hope you guys are enjoying the weather. Of course, the day that um, probably the nicest day that we've had. In the last, I don't know, six months, the least windy day we've had, which is a big reason why it's the nicest day. Which is a big reason why it's the nicest day. There's like
0: no wind. It's very, it's very nice out. I, I can take my daughter for a walk and not worry about it getting very cold or her blowing away.
1: Are you going to? How, how long is our average walk? A block?
0: (laughs) It, (laughs) not even. It depends on how much I want to deal with her crying when we get home
1: because she likes walking if we go on a walk she doesn't want to go home she wants to keep walking around is home a bad environment no (laughs) it's not she's like I don't want to go back there
0: she likes being outside and it's hard for us to play in the backyard because there's this neighborhood dog that for some reason has decided our backyard is great and takes massive dumps
1: well can't you can't you call somebody about that I don't know can you yes is
0: there is there somebody you can call? Because, yeah, this neighbor, we don't have a dog. The
1: Homeowners Association, the HOA?
0: I don't know if there's one over where. I don't well, know. We, so, we rent. I don't know.
1: Well, okay, so there's got to either be Homeowners Association or I, I think it's like CIP is, I don't know. is the name.
0: I don't know. But um, if he takes ben. massive dumps in our backyard, and I don't want to let her back there because there's massive dog poop everywhere. She's not the most coordinated. She <laughs> might fall in it. She no might just way. step in it. I don't want to. Oh, I don't want to deal with it. if
1: that. that's the case, when if, if so, we just you go had for to clean up, bro.
0: I would I would start gagging. Yeah. Like, so, so we just go for walks, and you know she'll she'll run around, and we're like she knows she's not supposed to go in the street, so we'll run around. That's good. She we have her little wagon. She sits in that too and it's nice and she just likes being outside.
1: Have we have we talked about like crossing the street looking both ways? Yes, we
0: have. All sometimes right. she does it. She sometimes.
1: Sometimes she does. Um 402-464-5685 Honda Looking Hotline Center Textline. Text line feel free to ben. chime in Ben, you need to chill ben, man. Ben. We're we're not no. talking. That is not a solution no, for the dog. That's not a solution <laughs> to take care of the dog. Come on Ben. Just just chill out. Um he does ask the question if you're running every day. I haven't been running <laughs> Which, every
0: day for a while since the first day yeah I I lasted a week okay I ran for a week and then I was like I don't don't want to do this anymore (laughs) and then I did ferals
1: running was before ferals running was before ferals I thought I I, for some reason I thought running was post ferals pre ferals pre ferals all right well um maybe it's nicer weather you'll be able to go run I probably won't here's the thing Rico uh what you should do is do like light jobs you should get a YMCA membership Head out, a- the, head out to the the YMCA over there in Fallbrook, mm-hmm. by your place, you know, and uh, I hope that was okay to say. I didn't, I mean, that's just it's, the area of town you live in.
0: They, people know. Okay. I say I'm northwest. Oh, okay. Lake. People know where yeah. Rico lives. Yeah. I mean, they don't know exactly, but
1: they know where I'm at. They know the vicinity. Yeah. Uh, So go in, get a YMCA membership, go to Fallbrook Y and walk incline. That's your cardio, walking yeah. incline.
0: They have, for, they have, for they have a for weight like room in there, 20, right? 20, yeah, absolutely. Not, like it's not, you know. Otherworldly, but it's a weight room. It see, has stuff.
1: like I, I go to the Coppa one, and uh, every morning—well, not the last couple mornings, because has been um, so rough. <laughs> yeah, it's been a couple, been a couple crazy days. But no, the Coppa Y, and they got all the windows, and that's the big, big hmm. advantage to the Coppa Y. I've tried to go to like the Northeast one because it's closer to my place, and uh, you're a big window I, guy. I, I can't do it. I have to be able to see out of where I'm going. Nick ain't big window guy. I, I guess you could call me a big window guy. Okay. I just need I just need sunlight, like I need light, and that's been such a such a bad thing about how the weather's been, is there's been no sunlight. It's been cloudy, it's been windy, it's been crappy, it's horrible. And so I go out today to go get my lunch at Chipotle. Shout out Chipotle, and uh, go out and I, I I parked far away. Like I our pl- parked about a block away from the door. Dang. Just so I could enjoy walk. the weather. Yes, because you know why. Because on the day that I have the, I, the nicest weather is here in Lincoln, I have a 3,000-word paper to write. Sit so I can't golf. I can't golf.
0: Sit outside and write it. Maybe.
1: That's the, it's on obesity. So this kind of fits in. It's a full circle topic. <laughs> full circle. Oh, goodness gracious. It's on obesity.
0: Speaking of great weather and, <laughs> and, sun, <obesity. laughs> and sunshine, uh, less sunshine for a yes. couple Nebraska athletic programs.
1: That's true. Okay, so earlier today, it's been kind of a crazy day in in Nebraska athletics. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. So Nebraska athletics. First off, let's start with football. Mm-hmm. Husker football. They somewhat had a running back addition uh, to their class in DeAndre Jackson, the former Texas A and M running back. It was made official today that he will not join Nebraska. Official by him, not official by sources. <laughs> the source is him. He is the source. And uh so DeAndre Jackson no longer part of Nebraska's running back class. Not a huge surprise, how much of a how much of a loss is it? Not I don't think that anybody, big of a loss. I don't
0: believe anybody was, was factoring him into the running back race or the running back room, uh, per se, even after he committed. There were rumors Th- that's after the thing. he committed that he wasn't gonna be here, then it was the whole classes and the academic eligibility and him saying, you know, mm-hmm. you can believe your little rumors, but I'll be there but there were some people who stuck by the fact that they're like look he's not going to be here.
1: Well and the reason that he wasn't going to be here was cuz a couple days after they get the commitment from DeAndre Jackson, they go out and get the commitment of Anthony Grant, the number one
0: juco running back in the
1: country. And it was then we're talking all right, scholarships and how many running backs do they really want to have and they're still recruiting running backs and why would they still why would they take an extra running back? Like running running the running game has not been the greatest. But you don't need fifteen running backs. The running back in the room, room is full. Like you have seven right now, in Emmett Johnson, AJ Allen, uh, Gabe Irvin, Ramir Johnson, Ant, Marquis Step, and Anthony Grant. Which, to an extent, would I be surprised if we see another guy leave the running back room from that room? No, I would not be surprised. I would not be. I would not be surprised. And, but then again, with those
0: with I, that in I mind, would.
1: It, it would be it would be Marquis Step or Gabe Irvin.
0: But the thing with Marquis Step is he's he's already transferred. Well, he's used his free transfer. If he wants to transfer again, he's gonna have to sit out a year. Yes.
1: Or or we see it as one of those just retire from football. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I would like, like be, a Tate Wagner like kind of thing.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if another running back transferred, but I wouldn't see it as being the greatest idea for really any of the it's I mean, granted, it is a pretty young room. There's a lot of years yeah. left in that room for just about everybody.
1: The but, I mean I mean, okay, so the, your two oldest guys are Marquis Stepp who has two years left and Anthony Grant who has two years left. Yeah. Uh Ramir Johnson and Yant have three unless they take a red shirt. Or excuse me, uh, I believe Ramirez already yeah, Ramirez Ramir already used his red shirt, so he yeah. still has um uh, TS three years left. Yant could have up to four, and then Gabe Irvin has four and Emmett and A. J. Allen have four, just got here or five. four or five. Yeah. It's a very young It's f- room. it's it is a really young room. But, as we know, not only just in Nebraska football, just college football in general, that it's always fluid, oh yeah, especially at running back. well, especially in like Nebraska, if you remember like twenty eighteen it started right from the get go, just with this not with this staff per se, but under this staff that we saw Greg Bell transfer three games into the season mm-hmm. after he was the starting running back for for two two and a half of those games and so the the situation at running back is always so fluid. It just, it, it you never know what's going to happen. Um, you never know what kind of additions they're looking at, whether that's in the you know recruiting database, things like that. Um, but we also had that conversation today, Rico. Let's let's talk about this for a moment. With Nebraska, th- something that's so confusing or interesting uh, as we head into the season is that we have no idea what this offense is going to look like, mm-hmm. and whether it's. Rashawn made the made the the split at sixty percent running, forty percent passing, and I would I would love I would love for that to be the split. I think a lot of Husker fans would love to get behind uh, uh, an offense that runs the ball sixty percent of the time because that means that you are playing a simplified offense with just simple running plays. It means that your running backs are doing their job and they're producing, which is something that has not happened in the last couple years. And you're taking the stress off your quarterback to where your quarterback just can quarterback and not have to be Superman. And those
0: forty percent of passes are going yes. to be high percentage passes. Well,
1: it's it, maybe it's it's passes to set up runs instead of instead of oh yeah we have to run the ball for for six straight times just to set up a pass and then. Inaccurate pass, incomplete, messed up on routes, turnover. We mm-hmm. fumble it. We lose five yards on a running play because our offensive line can't block. Like
0: Things like this. And if your offensive line is struggling to pass block, running the ball is going to slow down that pass yeah. rush, in which will, will then help the offensive line to, to be able to give the quarterback some more time.
1: Well, and so actually just in that final segment of the captain, I, I got a notification from The Athletic that Mitch Sherman did an article that was just sent out a couple minutes ago about the state of the program in Nebraska, and I was kind of just scrolling through it because obviously I wasn't able to read at all in that in that time frame. But he, he, there was a statistic that Nebraska's quarterbacks last year were pressured forty three percent of the time. Jeez, forty three or forty seven, either way, pretty close to fifty percent. And that's and once again, part of that could be Adrian Martinez, but let's take Adrian Martinez out of that discussion because. If it does not improve, it doesn't matter what quarterback you put back there. Mm-hmm. It's going to, it's not going to benefit your 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 offense. We have CJ Stroud back backs. there, and it's not going to be any better. No, no. And, and so, unfortunately, like you're, you're sitting here, if you're in Nebraska and looking at whether it's running backs, and yes, it'd be great to have a one thousand yard guy. Um, but in all honesty, like I think it's the usage is what's going to be interesting because does the staff do something that they have not done? excuse me, Scott Frost do something that he has not done as the head coach and, number one, allow his offensive coordinator to do his job. And as the running backs coach, does Brian Applewhite decide to stick with one guy for for the for a majority of the snaps but mix in and, and sprinkle in some other guys as well? Like it's not bad – when we say running back by committee, it's not bad to have – Three guys that are you you trust to carry the rock. Everybody it's, just
0: see hears running back by committee and automatically just goes to the worst possible situation. Where yeah. running back by committee doesn't have to be a bad thing. You can still you can have a bell cow running back and still have a sort of running back by committee approach where you have one guy who's doing the heavy lifting, but everyone else is pitching in here and there.
1: Well, and and that's exactly what I'm saying is where it, it's going to be interesting with the usage part because do we see after a series that i don't know anthony grant runs for 60 yards in a series and nebraska winds up with a field goal cuz the red zone offense doesn't score a touchdown um do we see on the next drive Ramir johnson mm-hmm. do we see jock yant and and for and then not see anthony grant the rest of the the rest of the first half or the rest of the game that's what's concerning that's where if you're going to go running back by committee If a guy gets into a groove, you stick with him because we saw it a couple years ago with uh, two seasons ago as the season uh, finished up against Rutgers, and Dedrick Mills finally got into a groove, and they finally kept giving him the football, and he didn't score any touchdowns on, I believe, that game, but he had like 121, 100 100 and some yards um, on the ground, which if you haven't been watching Husker football, a guy, a running back specifically carrying for over 100 yards. I'm taking that every it's, single day. It's been a while. It has. And, and w- with it, having it to with a form of consistency, has. it's been a while as well. Mm-hmm. Since a guy has can run for 100-plus yards in consistent games or consistent fashion. So, once again, a- as we kind of started this conversation, DeAndre Jackson, no longer part of Nebraska's plan going forward. Like Rico said, it was one of those things where he committed, then a couple very soon after Nebraska— Continued to pursue Anthony Grant, got his commitment, and everybody kind of had the feeling that, oh no, it's it's DeAndre Jackson's not going to become a Husker, at, you know, at the end when it's all said and done. And then you but got then, a Jay Allen on signing day. Yeah, but then you have DeAndre Jackson on Twitter saying, oh no, don't believe the rumors, I'm still going to be a Nebraska Cornhusker, and we're all like, at the end of the day, you're probably not, um, because Nebraska, as we stand right now. Without Xavier Betts, so we have not heard any form of you know finalization on Xavier Bets' his status with the team. I would lean talking to a lot of people, leaning towards not going to be a part of Nebraska football going more than forward. Likely not. So without Xavier Bets, Nebraska sitting at eighty six scholarships uh, on April twenty sixth here without Xavier Bets, which means there's one more they got to get to that eighty five mark, um, and. If they add Oshawn Mathis on Saturday on April 30th, then that complicates little things. That complicates a couple things. So that's where I'm starting to look here, and we kind of touched on it yesterday when we talked about the transfer portal stuff. That this is kind of the time that you're going to see a lot of guys go into the portal. Whether it's from Nebraska, it's going to be a busy, busy season into the in the portal for college football, busier than normal. And now would be the time that some guys would enter whether it's you know like i said one of the guys from the running back room wide receivers you have 12 guys on scholarship tight end you're you're feeling pretty good that that's going to be your set of guys um especially with all the injuries mm-hmm. uh going down the list offensive line you're well that's the sure. thing is you would hope
0: hopefully no one from the offensive yeah. line leaves Defensive line you cannot afford anyone else to leave no
1: no well same same story with offensive line like the 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 uh the deepest group on offensive line, is at tackle and is your sophomore class. And you have four guys. Bryce Benhart, Turner Corcoran, Brant Banks, Teddy Prochaska. You have one redshirt senior, one redshirt junior, one redshirt freshman at tackle. And then at guard, you have two juniors, two redshirt sophomores, one redshirt freshman. So, unfortunately just thin at a lot of places um it feels like depth wise or just proven talent wise maybe that's a better way to Experience. characterize it instead of um instead of depth wise but no like i said kind of scrolling up and down the scholarship chart and seeing where they may afford cornerback maybe one they have 10 guys in that room but at the end of the day you you sit here and it, the way you kind of go about this is all right, who, who do we not hear a lot about? Mm-hmm. Who have we not heard a lot about through spring? And we have about a couple minutes left in this segment because it's uh, EAS today, so we yeah. got to get to that. But who, who have we not heard about? In the cornerback room, Omar Brown just transferred in, so I would not expect him to go anywhere. Tyreek Johnson, been pretty quiet since he transferred in last year.
0: Well, it was loud when he first got here. Exactly. And then, he got, then he got hurt.
1: And yes. then you haven't heard much. But we also know, like, once guys get hurt, sometimes they can just go on the back they burner just disappear. and disappear. You never hear from them um, again. Quentin Newsom's going to be a, day, a starter, day one, according to Travis Fisher, day one NFL guy. Braxton Clark, Marquise Buford, Tommy Hill's a new guy. Uh, Javier Morton's a new guy. Jaden Gold, Malcolm Hartzog are two, both two uh, true freshmen. That's a lot of new guys. And then at in the sophomore class, you have one guy still from that, I believe, 2019 class, uh, maybe the 2020. It would have been the 2020 class. And that's Taman hmm So, you know, how do we feel about huh. that? All by himself uh, in that 2020 class. Safety, safeties. You have Deshaun Singleton, new guy. Isaac Gifford. We've heard good things about him. Mm-hmm. Noah Pola Gates. That's a name that may raise a flag. You've heard
0: some name. You've heard his name mentioned a couple times. Sometimes good, sometimes not great. Yeah, he's mentioned a lot, but I don't know if it's enough considering the. Amount of talent that they've amassed with the new class, with the yeah. not just the freshman, but the uh, w- but the transfers that they have coming in,
1: and then you have Miles Farmer, who's going to be a starter, Kobe Brett's from Omaha West Side, and then two additions from the uh, recruiting class: Gage Stanger and Jaleel Martin. So, you see, you have seven safeties on scholarship, uh, nine inside linebackers. Who have we not heard? <coughs> Excuse me, uh, Chris Kalarvik. We've heard about oh, Atave Maga Clements. Special teams guy, it feels mm-hmm. like. Reimer's a big deal. Nick Henry's a big deal. Garrett Snodgrass has been kind of one of those floaters. Randolph Kapai has been pretty quiet. Makai Gebeyer. Randy's not going anywhere. Yeah, I would I would say so as well. Uh, then Seth Malcolm from a, a small-town mm. eight-man football in Iowa. That's a that's, that's a question a mark. Yeah,
0: that's the name you haven't heard of.
1: And then outside linebacker, you have seven, especially. And that room's kind of taken a hit since Feldarius Payne has decided to move on mm-hmm. to to Virginia Tech. That Foshan Mathis as well. Comes in. Yeah. So, all right. Let's go ahead and get to break. When we come back, we have some more transfer portals talk to to discuss. Baylor Shireman and then Husker Volleyball took a hit earlier today as well. We'll talk about that next Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.